Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. I'm really excited in particular about this show. Um, we've had it outlined for a while now, and we've there's just been so much going on, which is kind of a good intro to the topic of the show, which is how to rectify a failed book launch. Sometimes you don't hit it quite out of the park with your book when it launches. Either you get sidetracked, you did all the wrong things, personal stuff happens, you know, something happens in your life. You're like, oh my gosh, my book is launching and I can't do anything. But there is a saying in the industry that books have the shelf life of milk. And today we want to talk about some things that authors are maybe unaware of. The fact that a book does have a finite window of being new. Would you agree, Amy? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think just so everybody knows and prep for everything that we're going to chat about on this episode, I want everyone to listen, listening to remember that it's really more, a lot of the things we'll focus on are more psychological than technical. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that's something that a lot of authors, they kind of focus on the technical elements. So the publication date, like that's a technical thing, you know, but it does matter because of how people, including readers, influencers, especially if you want to, you know, bigger media to pay attention to your book, like they do pay attention to the publication date. Yes. And, you know, full disclosure, like these opinions are what we're focused on as if you're looking to work with us and for us to be your marketing team, you know, I get it. You never did much with your book. It does feel still brand new to you, but at the same time, we smartly approach it as well. It is still being judged by other people in these ways. And that's what we want to help you rectify. Well, because I do from time to time talk to authors who are in this situation who say, well, my book came out a year ago, but I got too busy to market it and nothing's been done, but no one knows about it. And that actually doesn't really count. And we understand that thing, as I mentioned in the intro, that things happened, but there is a, there's a weird assumption out there that if you didn't do anything with your book that you get to treat it as new. And that's actually not, they're not one in the same. So a book that's been ignored is not the same thing as a new book. As for the reasons that Amy indicated, because any media, bloggers, influencers, bookstagrammers, podcasts, whatever you're trying to get to get into and did to get your some recognition for, they're going to look at a book that's a year old and think, well, you know, and the other piece of this too, which I know we're going to dig into later in the podcast is, you know, Amazon also pays attention when your book is problematically old with not a single review. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Because yeah, maybe nobody knows about it, but that publication date, again, it matters to readers, yeah. it matters to influencers, like Penny said, you know, and authors in this position, if, if you're one of the authors, if you're listening right now, you do have some bigger challenges because when you start ramping up your marketing and you're getting your book out there, the first impression people are going to get is that the book has been out for a while and nobody seems to have reviewed it right? You know, or it doesn't even have any active sales rank, mm -hmm. you know, and it's really too bad because most of the time 
this was obviously not because the author royally screwed up. As Penny mentioned, there's a lot of reasons this happened and they're very legit reasons, but first impressions matter a lot with books. And you can't assume people are going to take time to dig a little deeper. They're going to see that the book is older. They're going to see that nobody's reviewed it. They're going to see that there's no sales rank. So they're also not sure what category it lands in. Those kind of things that readers and influencers and media look for to get a feel for what's going on. And, you know, that's why we preach so much about strategic planning to help authors kind of avoid getting into this situation in the first place where you're, where you're kind of, you know, backpedaling on, on getting your book out there. Yeah, that's 10,000% true because there, and there are a few things that we have to consider when a book is stalled, has a stalled launch. As Amy mentioned, reviews are a big one. If you're looking at an Amazon book, if you're looking at a book, excuse me, on Amazon and there are no reviews on the Amazon book page, you know, it, it's, it, it becomes quite an iffy experience and a very hard thing to sell. As shoppers, we expect people to review the things that they like, as well as the things that they don't like. So when reviews are essentially missing for a book that's been out for over six months, that is a problem and it needs to be fixed. And honestly, you know, to start off with, if you're listening to this and you're nodding and you're thinking, oh my gosh, that's me, I'd encourage you on to work on getting reviews posted ASAP, tap into your network. And work as quickly as possible to start getting reviews on this book. Ideally, the goal would be to get some positive reviews up on Amazon before moving on to some of the other strategies that will send traffic and draw some much needed attention to your to your book's retail page. Yeah, I agree with that, Penny. Totally. When you're coming back from a stalled launch, you should be extra strategic about the order in which you do things. You know, as Penny said, getting reviews posted will really improve the first mm-hmm. impressions you're going to want to start generating. You know, you want people if you're going to put money and effort into sending people to your page, think about like okay, what's going to make the best first impression? And we've already covered reviews are are certainly one of those. Another element to consider is your cover. You know, maybe it's already great, but if you're going to start over, you want to do it right. So if your cover doesn't look like it belongs on the bestseller list you want to be on, then it will continue to work against you. And again, we are just trying to help you not spend money on traffic and exposure that's going to have people landing on a page that doesn't get them excited about buying your book. So again, if you if you're, have a failed book launch, then a cover may be something that you want to look into getting updated again before you really ramp up uh, sending more traffic to that page. Right, exactly. And, you know, a lot of times a cover polish, cover redo, whatever you want to call it, can really help create some additional oomph for a book. We've addressed reviews, we've talked about the cover, both of these big first first impression elements. Let's move on to pitching. We've done a ton of episodes on media that you should really listen to because it's not as simple as learning it all in one sitting. But as we mentioned at the top of this episode, influencers and media both look at release dates. For fiction, you can assume any bigger influencers are getting pitched dozens, if not hundreds, of new release books a month. So pitching an older book is much harder, Mm -hmm. you know, why are they going to want to go back in time? And this is where your reviews, your cover, and the rest of your platform, like your website and social, can help 
make up for the fact that your book is older. There are instances where books start to build, um, start to build some momentum and reviewers, even though a book is older, are willing to go back and take a look at it. Not yeah. in every, you know, not in every single case, but there are times when books just start to take off and your book is certainly worth the effort to see what it does after you do, you know, you get some reviews and polish up that cover. Yeah, absolutely. We deal with this a lot, a lot with fiction, actually, for older books yeah. that come our way. Really we do. talk to our media person who definitely is very dialed in um, on the fiction reader market and influencer and blogger market. And so we will ask her because sometimes we'll get older books and the cover is just stunning. And so we will say like, okay, do you think this cover can carry this book even though it came out last year? And a lot of times, like we will get positive feedback from her. She will say, yeah, I think this cover is going to resonate with, with, book reviewers and bloggers and influencers. And I think it's worth a shot. And so just know that it's amazing how these pieces all come together, you know? So like we said, nailing that cover can really make such a huge difference in giving your older book a chance. And for nonfiction, you know, sometimes this can actually be a little bit easier. I mean, you should be staying on top of your topic or industry anyway. You know, you should be able to speak to what's relevant in the news cycle, uh, hot button issues for sure. You should be finding ways to remind people that you're a thought leader, you know, above and beyond your book. That is really the role of a nonfiction author anyway. Um, And this comes in the form of blogging, using social media, sharing tips, professional insight, getting on sites like Medium and things like that, getting guest pieces. So your your book really shouldn't be a time capsule of your expertise. You know, that never really works. So if you are a nonfiction author and you kind of had a failed book launch, you actually have a lot of opportunities to keep yourself current. And as long as you are staying current and you are proving that you have something interesting and new and exciting and timely to say, you can carry your book, even if it has aged a bit and you didn't do much to promote it when it first released. That's absolutely true. And that's where we've had authors who have books that that are to some degree maybe even ageless even though I like your um maybe I liked your term the time caps time capsule of your expertise. <laughs> I, I love that I'm definitely going to use that again but we've had actually books that have perhaps maybe aged out of the topic slightly mm-hmm. um, enough yes. that they could still kind of be considered evergreen but the author, outside of that is always doing something. They're blogging, they're on Twitter, they're staying relevant. Um, Where it gets trickier for nonfiction is when you have a failed launch and a book that's not entirely current. And we saw, so during COVID, we saw a lot of these books kind of pop up that, you know, where an author wanted to promote this around the COVID topic. And it's not that that still isn't to some degree relevant, but every, you know, I think everybody kind of has COVID fatigue also like, Oh, just like, don't want to hear about it again. But the other piece of it too, is that the information that's in there, because this was a, such a moving target just generally is outdated. So the book is no longer current at all. 
And, you know, the marketing evolves a lot. And I hate saying this, but my Amazon books, my books on Amazon marketing, they have to be updated every single year. In fact, I'm in the process of updating a book right now. So if you've written a timely book that didn't get the launch it deserved, you really need to consider a revamp and a re-release if you want to give it a proper second chance. And I actually wrote a book, and this is not a promotional plug, but I did write a book on how to revise and re-release your book because this, this failed book launch thing, it's a thing. Like it's definitely, we see this enough that obviously that we wanted to do a podcast on it. Yeah, absolutely, Penny. And we should put a, a link to the book because again, I think we should be totally fine with shameless plugs. <laughs> But truly it is a thing. And really the mindset you have to keep is how much time and energy you put into the book the first time around. And I realize hearing like you may have to do some things to fix it probably is a little frustrating, but otherwise you're just throwing it away. And I don't think anybody really wants to do that. So, you know, it should be a relatively easy choice. Right. Exactly. And I also think that, you know, um, for in terms of like publication reviews, right? Most publication reviews, um, which tend to be really flexible in terms of when they get the book after publication date. I mean, some of them will take them six months out, but any farther than that, it gets it. You, they're probably going to turn you away or not even you know respond to your request for a review. This is very similar to influencers. Um, the reality is that they just get so many submissions. There's really no reason for them to want to go back in time. Yeah, absolutely. And so now, you know, <laughs> we've gotten pretty heavy on the restrictions <laughs> and things you might have to fix. Um, but, you know, we want to remind everybody listening that there are a lot of great opportunities still. Um, you know, that will still produce better results if you have some reviews posted and, and your cover is great because those are just kind of no-brainer things that should apply no matter what. But there are things like BookBub ads, limited time discounts, you know, a lot of Goodreads networking is really yeah. good for fiction authors, especially, and lifestyle books, even nonfiction and giveaways and things like that to get more books in hands. These are all things that are absolutely valid even if you had a failed launch. So you can jump right into these things as well. That's absolutely true. And there are also many things that you can do on Amazon for an older book. So one of the, I mentioned this earlier on in this podcast, one of the challenges when you miss that very crucial 30-day window on Amazon is that your Amazon um, relevancy score is impacted by the stuff that happens in the first 30 days of your book. I mean, among other things, but the first 30 days of your book, if nothing is happening with it, right? If you're just, something happened in life or whatever, um, the book starts to uh, float down the Amazon search rank and it's really hard to resurrect it. So if you have a book and it doesn't take that long, for it to actually kind of take a nosedive down the search rank. If you have a book that's sitting at like 1 million or it, that's really, really hard to resurrect. But doing Amazon ads, doing Amazon optimization, you know, the reviews update, the cover stand out at first as, you know, very important first impression elements. There is a little bit of a, of, of a uh, 
um, an optimization thing with updating your cover that Amazon really likes that and can also can, you know, give your book a little bit of a boost. We've actually had authors do this for older books that they haven't necessarily ignored. And they just say, you know, the book cover is outdated. I'm going to refresh it. I'm going to update it. And it does give the book a nice little boost. Refining your book description, ensuring that you're using smart keywords that, you know, fall in line with, you know, what your user is actually looking for, the benefits that your consumer is looking for. Um, finding 10 really good categories for your book. Make sure, because a lot of times when a, when a book is, has a um, failed launch, it you've ignored everything. So you've not really paid attention to the book description. You've not optimized it. You've not run Amazon ads. You haven't done anything. Finding good categories, find good keywords. Um, these can be, that coupled with some Amazon ads can be really, really helpful to drive some targeted traffic and just get some more, get some more eyes to your Amazon book page, especially, you know, if you're, if you've started to populate it with reviews, I wouldn't do Amazon ads on a book that had no reviews, just FYI. I will do Amazon ads on a book that has no reviews if it's in pre-order typically, right? But man, if you're running an old, if you have an older book and you're running Amazon ads and you have no reviews, it's like, ah, that's going to be really problematic for your click-through rate. Um, so I really, really hope that this was helpful. And I think one of the reasons that we've seen a lot of this is because I have heard this so many times on calls with authors. My book was going to launch and then COVID happened. And then my book just, I did nothing with my book, which actually we don't necessarily want to do a separate finger wagging show about that. That's actually not an excuse. Like I understand that there was a lot of stuff going on and some people had failed book events and or book events that got canceled and things like that. But book marketing and book publishing in particular is all about shifting and changing. So sometimes, you know, life throws your curveball and you gotta, you gotta find a workaround. I really hope that the show was helpful. As I said, we've had a lot of authors that come to us after a failed launch and sometimes it's, you know, good timing for us to jump in and assist. And other times there's some work that you might want to do first to make, to make the most of hiring a marketing team. But either way, we hope that you are better prepared for what to expect. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. We love reviews wherever you listen to podcasts. So please leave us a review. We also love your feedback. How to contact us is, is in the show notes. Send us your show ideas or just feedback on the show. And we'll see you next time. Thanks.